Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The 2014 film, The Theory of Everything, is the biopic, I don't know if it would be considered, well, I guess it sort of would be a, a biopic about Stephen Hawking, the legendary scientist, uh, physicist, uh, a number of different uh, descriptions that would apply to Stephen Hawking. Uh, joining us today to talk about uh, some of the, the themes uh, addressed in the film is voiceover artist Amy Sinha from the UK. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for, for being here today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. It's great to be on your show. Okay, so now um, I do want to mention a couple resources uh, up, up front. Uh, if there's anyone who who needs to reach out for, for help today, there are a, at least a couple different crisis text lines available. In the U.S., you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. In the U.K., you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T to 85258. Depending upon where you are in the world, uh, check your local listings, as they say. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm looking forward right. to it. Now, um, I had mentioned to you prior to uh, going on mic and prior to, to um, us speaking is that for some reason, I thought this film w w was more recent than I thought, but 2014, it just seems like yesterday. <laughs> seems yeah. like, yeah. like um, but I did want to ask you, um, so you, you are familiar with Stephen Hawking then? Yes, oh, gosh, yes. throughout yeah. my life. I mean, it's very, it was very cool. famous. Cool, definitely. And I always, I always like to mention that because I'm just blown away by people who don't know who he is. Um, and that's something that, the, the, obviously the movie would be a good introduction, but, um, but I'm, I'm just, and like I said, it, it, it's not a, not, not a science podcast, not a movie podcast, but I just wanted to just, if one person can find out who Stephen Hawking is, then this episode will have been worth it. I mean, that, that's what, what I got to say. <laughs> absolutely. He's um, a very, um, definitely need to know who he is. <laughs> yeah, ab absolutely. And, and more so as it pertains to uh, mental health, which you know, science and education and medicine and uh, Stephen Hawking is in that, in, in that, in that arena. Mm. And so it's, you know, in, indirectly, um, if not directly in some cases, uh, relevant to, uh, to, to what we're, we're talking about today. So um, that, that, that said, um, what, um, what, what, what set you on, on your journey into the, um, you know, the, the wild and wonderful world of, uh, of mental health? <laughs> Gosh, okay. Well, um, I kind of started, I had quite um, a lot of uh, uh, disabilities growing up. Um, I had a rare disorder uh, when I was four, diagnosed with a condition called uh, sensory neuropathy type two, which means I couldn't feel um, hot or cold or pain. And I kept injuring myself. I stepped on a plug once and went right through my big toe. Uh, didn't heal for a year. And um, I was left nearly blind. I had cataracts as well. And, and I almost in a wheelchair, I had uh, something similar to osteoarthritis. So all of that um, formed um, a big confidence issue. Uh, throughout my whole life so struggling with confidence issues kind of 
literally my my mental health has been up and down one minute I've been like you know very confident or I feel and then the next minute is not so much I think it depends on a kind of a day-to-day basis how I'm feeling about myself and um there's a lot of times where I went into deep depression uh, I'm not gonna lie and it was uh took a while to get out of it I haven't been in that place for quite some time um luckily but I think it was about a few years ago now was the last one. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, how, how, how are you doing today, if, if, if I could ask? I'm doing good, actually. Um, I'm kind of go proceeding kind of every day as it comes. Um, and I'm, I, I, I used to look into the future a lot. I, I find it hard to live in the present. Um, and I think looking into the future was the biggest mistake that I could make because yeah. uh, you're kind of looking at where you are now and then you look at the future and you're thinking, oh my God, how am I going to get there from where I am here? And and it depressed me the most because I just couldn't see a way and I just couldn't stop. Um, but I think living in the present is so much better place to be where you're just, you know, going through day to day and finding little goals to achieve every day. And, and it makes things better. It makes my, my head feel better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, one one thing I, I definitely want to ask you about is um, you are a voiceover artist, and mm-hmm. I have somewhat of a media arts background, so I, I'm familiar with um, the, the work you do. But there is a almost like a stereotype in a way of the, the voiceover artist being strictly tv commercials or movie trailers or you know what i mean just kind of that that stereotype um how much of that stereotype is true and how much is just exaggeration (laughs) um you know i think obviously it's part true but these days oh my gosh you can use voiceovers for everything so i've done voiceovers for podcast intros and outros i've done voicemail for american companies Um, i've also done animation i played a eight-year-old little girl I can do children's voices as well um e-learning you know voiceovers can be used for everything social media videos yes adverts tvs film trailers but there's so much more that you just need a voice you know videos for um like websites startup companies um and things like that so anything anything you can think of a project audiobooks you know that you need a voice for that's what a voiceover artist can do that's that's what I think so cool is because like you said there is a very universal quality and a very all-purpose quality about it. Um, I had an opportunity a few years ago, uh, there was, I don't want to say, not quite a music festival, it's sort of a music festival where one of the performers did voicemail greetings. Uh And part of her, her promo was, okay, the, the, you know, whatever, whatever I forgot what the phone company was, but uh, the, the promo was, remember that, that when you, turn on your you know whatever the, the phone company was voicemail this is that's her voice <laughs> so part of the intro when they were introducing her was okay everybody take out your cell phone and if you have you know it's kind of like how, how ambiguous it would be yeah um so that's a those it's very much a um a fun um yeah, I'll say the word fun I mean it's a lot of fun because you get to do different things uh, it's not just strictly you know one one type of uh, project that you do or one type of genre or you know area it's just so it's so broad these days and you get yeah. to play it's like acting it is acting so yeah. you get to play different characters uh, yeah it's very fun <laughs> do you have do you have days where you're working and then you get home and you just don't want to you just want to close your mouth because your mouth is so tired do you ever have the moments where, where you just don't want to talk you know it's do you, do you have the, those days 
Oh God, yeah. But because <laughs> I work from home anyway. So yeah. it's uh, so obviously COVID and everything. So yeah. I'm working from home. Um, yeah, there's days where I just don't want to talk to anyone, but I don't really have the luxury. I got, you know, friends and family and then they don't really <laughs> let me not talk. But um, yeah, I think when you use your voice um, a lot, you kind of want to be silent for a while. Um, but I was a singer as well, and and I used to have that <laughs> before when I used to sing, and people like come on sing for us. I'm like, oh God, no, really, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Are there are there any um, projects that you you look at and go, no, I don't like like for example, um, TikTok. <laughs> uh, I've been very iffy on on TikTok for the reason being is that it it's almost become a um, and this is sort of like a music, um, sort of music thing. It's sort of become a, um, a, um, what sort of looking for? Kind of like a, um, like a music outlet in a way, because there's been so many, whether it's that Fluted Mac song, or I'm sure there's other examples I can think of. That's sort of like how I look at TikTok now. I look mm-hmm. at TikTok as being like Spotify in a way. Right. Yeah, I don't get TikTok, (laughs) to be honest. I have an account, but I don't really understand it. Um, Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't. don't. (laughs) And and, in some weird way, I would probably like TikTok more if they had, if they they played up the music part of it. Because it, because what I've seen of TikTok is, and we're really going off on a tangent here, which I don't think is really mental health related, but it's <laughs> it's my show, so I gave executive decision to, to say this. Um, I think TikTok, it would be ideal for music that would be like under you know under a two you know under one minute mark, and it sort of has sort of been capitalized in a way to to, to that extent. But um, I think that would might have something to do with it too. Is is the 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 time constraint? Is you know do a TikTok video for like 30 seconds and it's like okay how <laughs> then what <laughs> yeah no but i think that's one avenue uh, area of TikTok. i mean and, and i know i have friends on it and they do speaking so they do it to give talks and and you know like blogs and things like that yeah. um, so i guess you can use it like that but the ones that i've seen yeah they're just like miming or i, I <laughs> don't get it i just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say to that i just don't get it <laughs> yeah so tangent officially over and now we gotta get back to <laughs> mental health so sorry to disappoint everyone but yeah it's um so so going back to, to mental health um in terms of d- d- the disability piece of it um has how has your recovery and and, and working through all that how is that correlated with the with the mental health piece of that have have they been kind of dovetail with each with each other how how has that played out well i think when i used to get really ill so um i think my muscles used to get really sore and um yeah (laughs) that happened quite a lot And, and when i am really ill i get down um, obviously, you know, you do, you get into a, a dark place. Um, and I used to, I also suffer from ulcerated colitis uh, since I was 19 and it was quite bad every day, basically since then, you know, I get some sort of uh, stomach cramp and it would last for quite some time. And 
during those times, yeah, it was like this whole negativity just cloud around me and I can't do anything, you know, nothing's going to happen. I like what is, you know, what is going on with my life? And then as soon as that over, you know, my mind gets a little bit better again. I was like, no, I want to do things. And then it's kind of in a cycle. Um, so the disabilities, when things are bad, my it, it's hard to keep positive um, during those times. Uh, and it, it, But it's just remembering that, I guess, that it will be over and then everything We'll be okay again um I, I think these days i haven't been ill as much as i used to maybe because i'm getting older or maybe i'm in a happier place i don't know yeah, uh, but yeah. still during those times when i get ill it's uh yeah <laughs> a little bit shady uh, my mind gets a little bit dark um uh, but yeah. i just have to pull myself out of it yeah. and not let myself get into those places oh absolutely well, no, the theory of everything is a film that is important for you know a lot of reasons um and, and this technically not a movie podcast so we probably won't get into um dig too too deep in, in, into that but um a large part though is the, the the representation piece of the story um having um disability represented in 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 film and we we live in a society where disability in media has often been presented as uh, as uh, you know as, as a caricature or not the most accurate and so that's a as far as theory of everything goes um do you think that is more on the the more um you know on, on the better side of of representation as far as depictions go uh, well, I think it, it was done well, obviously, as bad as life, and that's how yeah. it went. Um, but I do think that there's not enough of it. I mean, he's quite a famous person, you know, that they were doing a film about. I know there's other films based on, you know, disability, like Rain Man. I mean, obviously, yeah. autism. And so there's been a few, but as you said, they like dwarfs. I mean, you know, the, the small people are used as dwarfs or tall people are used as characters. They're not like your everyday stories, um, which I find lacking. Uh, still in in just tv drama just in general film so i think they should use different types of people in normal everyday storylines um like what's wrong with a small person being you know being the main yeah, yeah. Or, you know a romance or something or I, 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 you know <laughs> i haven't seen that yet and they kind of use it all oh, they're the funny person or you know and i think there needs to be more of that just in the mainstream just in everyday life yeah, absolutely. And and I think that there is little by little progress being made in, in, in the media and, and in film and in television. Um, I also think there's room for um, better representation insofar as, you know, public service and public policy, insofar as elected officials mm. who are, you know what I mean? Because it, it seems like that is another area in our society where, you know, it doesn't seem to be, you know what I mean? It, it seems like there's there's room for improvement in that area as well. Yeah, I mean, you, you hardly see any, do you? <laughs> or you see yeah. one, um, and yeah. then there you go, that's your, <laughs> you got one disabled person or, you know, one person who stutters or, and then they think that, you know, they're doing their, their job. But um, yeah, and it definitely needs to be a lot more. I mean, the whole thing right now is around race and, but okay, that's great. But I'd like to see now 
from the other all different types of people and disabilities yeah race okay yes gender it needs to be everything equality on every level yeah absolutely now um how, how have you been been doing in the, in the you know with all the craziness going on and with the um the the, the lockdowns and the the quarantines and whatnot how, how have you how have you been holding up in, in, the, in the last year Oh, gosh, it was hard. I mean, that's hard for everyone. I know. I mean, we weren't prepared, were we? <laughs> um, so it was a shock. Um, but I think now I see the benefits of it. I think the world was craving for this to happen because people needed to slow down, rethink certain aspects of their life. Society needed to change, I think, as a whole. And this has kind of forced us to reconsider things, reconsider what we want to do, what's important. I think we were taking a lot for granted, especially friends and family on tap, you know, being allowed to go out and, and meet people. And now I think we kind of, we value it more that, you know, our friends and, and who we can see and um, work-wise. Um, it was actually um, a good thing for me because of this online networking, which has opened up um, and being a voiceover artist I only started over a year ago. So uh, doing all of this online networking is, has uh, made a huge impact on, on my career in a very positive way. So um, I'm obviously it's, it's, with every, all the deaths and all the you know uh, horribleness that it's caused, um, that's really awful. But on another side, I think it's connected us more um, in a world as a whole and things are not so far away, like you're in America, I'm in the UK. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's great that we can do things like that. And this, and I don't think this would have been really so, uh, you know, highlighted if COVID hadn't, hadn't happened. Yeah. Now, now one thing I, I wanted to ask you again, and I, I, if I could circle back to, to the voiceover work mm -hmm. there, um, when I, when I was little, I used to collect autographs and one of the autographs who I, I was so happy when I got this autograph was Mal Blank. Do you know Do you know who, who that is? Malablanc. Yeah. yeah. Malablanc. Yeah, so you have heard of him. From Friends, the actor. Yeah, no, no, no this is a, not, not Malablanc, but the, the, there was a voiceover artist, Mal, Mal yeah. Blanc. Okay, no. And you know those, those those old Warner Brothers cartoons you would see with like Bugs Bunny and yeah 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 all the, 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 the those you see them from time to time on you know different TV shows and whatnot. Mel Blanc was one of the voiceover artists for those Warner Brothers cartoons, oh. and so when when I was I don't know how old I was but I, I would write to him for his autograph, he would send back a signed picture with him at his desk surrounded by all these these cartoon characters that 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 he that he voiced i don't, I don't know what what happened to it now i don't know what, you know if, it, if it's worth anything it, it might be it <laughs> but, will be that's amazing yeah i mean that's just so rare <laughs> yeah and so were there any moments that, that you remember where you where you said you know i want to do that where you were maybe watching a, you know a cartoon or you're watching something and and, and you we're wondering, okay, I want to do that. That could, wh wh what were those, those moments like uh, for you? Well, now, over the past year, I have been because yeah. I never thought I'd be, I have to be honest, I never thought I'd get into voiceovers. It's not yeah. like something that I longed to do when I was young. I was a singer. Yeah. I longed to sing. Um, so yeah. voiceovers is definitely something, a new thing for me. But um, over the past year, you know, I love Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so, so, um, you, so you got in this entirely by, by accident then? 
Yeah, well, I wanted, um, I was again, as the music industry was causing me a little bit of uh, a depression. Um, yeah. and then a couple of years ago, I just kind of wanted to do something different. Um, and then I think my sister suggested it. I did a bit of presenting before as well. I was on radio talking. And I think um, people were like, oh, you've got a nice voice. And you know, I seem to be quite natural at it. So she was like, why don't yeah. you look at the voiceovers? Um, and I, was, I kind of looked into it, did a bit of research and set myself up with a microphone, quiet space, and just made a, a voice reel and started kind of sending them out. And I got quite a good response cool. um, because I haven't, I, I haven't, you know, obviously I've had years of vocal training, so I've had that uh, vocal experience. So it's not like I came from, you know, a completely new place. I think that's what it was. And it kind of helped me, my singing helped me uh, with the voices that I could do and, you know, speaking. And it's not so easy as just reading out of, a, reading from a page. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Now, one thing that I sort of developed a habit of doing just in the in the course of time me doing this podcast is sort of like anticipating, you know, the the, the negative, um, you know, the, the negative reactions or criticisms that may, come, may may arise from a certain episode. And one such criticism that I just want to want to nip in the bud if there are any if there's anybody listening is the notion of uh, of competitiveness, because I would imagine that voiceover work is you know a competitive uh, field much like music much with, with any uh, area of art but I would imagine that there are ways to sidestep that competitive nature and focus on what you're focusing on to go directly from point a to point b and bypassing the, you know you know what I mean yeah you know and I think that's really important otherwise again with the whole singing it kind of it overwhelms you and then that that is why you kind of um turn into a negative place and get depressed because you're looking at everybody else so the way I find yes yeah there are loads of people but there's loads of people as you said in every industry mm -hmm. so you just have to find your passion why you know I'm saying why I love to do it what makes me unique and then I'm not comparing myself to anyone else I just refuse I refuse to be competitive in this area because I know that will just get me down and I do not want that negativity so I'm in my space and if there can be a that I know loads of voiceover artists and I do not feel any competition because I know that I am me and there is no one like me and so I'm just you know pushing forward and just staying yeah, focused. Ab absolutely because there there is enough to go around for everyone oh God, yeah. the, yes. the piece of pie is always big enough for everyone to have a slice. It's always going to be big enough. So I just wanted to mention that for anybody listening who might be, you know, wanting to, to, to have any negative thoughts or criticisms. And more so, I also wanted to mention also, um, I know that there, if there is anyone listening who's going through a hard time and if they, um, you know, there might be some people who might not, might, might not be getting out of bed today because that they're just not going to happen today. Uh, for those who are going through a rough time, the, the, this area of, um, of work that, that you're in, this can be a huge confidence booster. This can be, you know, a life changer in, in, in many, I mean, would that, would that be a correct thing to, to, to say? I think it can be because you're using your voice. Um, and you know, for some people it's not easy to use their voice um, and I think because you can do it essentially you can work from home so you don't have to think those people who don't like mixing you know not very good at socializing or you know uh, meeting people uh, I think it's uh, yeah it's a good avenue to go down um, 
I think that uh, maybe if you are thinking about going into anything like this, maybe watch some YouTube videos and uh, get some, you know, maybe some ideas. Um, and, and as I say, you shouldn't look at it as a competitive. So kind of ask people, I think, um, you know, about what what they think or as in what they're like, maybe ask different voiceover artists how they got started. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who wanted to start out in voiceovers, giving them a few tips. And the one thing I did say was just stay focused on who you are and and not worry about everybody else because everyone has their own opinion. Um, yeah. And I think the more you just take on too many opinions, you kind of get lost in, in yeah. your own self. So um, kind of stick, I think it's like using your gut instinct. Nobody is more better to judge yourself than you are so kind of just listen to yourself and kind of go with it um, and if you feel that it's the right thing to do then do it and don't let anybody else just anybody else's opinions stop yeah. what you want to do absolutely and, and i'm so glad you mentioned that because one of one of the recurring themes of this podcast seems to be and then in this episode being a perfect example of it is that art and the creative um you know creative areas of of life that's where so much that that's where we're that's there's a place for recovery in that there's a place for wellness and there's, there's a place for for feeling happier and, and feeling better about yourself and, and more confident that's where a lot of that comes from is, is from that art and from from that space of, of creativity mm. i mean I think I, a lot of, you know and everyone has it it's just the yeah. certain jobs they feel that they don't have it but then yeah. it's like doctors and they come home and they're actually you know um a pianist uh, they're classically trained and the, they don't even show that side of themselves so i think everyone is creativity even in science art whatever job you're in you know there's creativity in it uh, and people have to tap into that and it's all inside of them to use you know uh, so yeah <laughs> connect connect with yourself D definitely definitely um now um is there anything that, that that i didn't ask you about that that, that you wanted to mention for people to to, to know, know about Oh, really, if you want to get in contact, then okay. please do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So, so as as we went down, I I did want to mention um a few more resources. I know that there is a Mental Health America MHANational.org. There's also NAMI National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, MadInAmerica.com. Um, that's one that people have mentioned to me. Um, how would people get in contact with you if they wanted to 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 learn more about what 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 you're doing? Me. Um, well, I've got a website, um, amysinha.com, or I'm on all the social media. You just have to oh. type in my name. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Well, well, thank you so much for being here today. I, I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. It's yeah. been amazing talking to you. Okay, um, thank you, those of you at home or wherever you may be. Um, stay safe, everyone, and uh, talk to you next time. Uh, bye. <laughs>